You're listening to The Nooner Show with Jackie and Denise. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. A body organ. Rearranger. You feel my Nooner time. Welcome to the Nooner Show with Jay Dubs and Denise Brennan Nelson. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock and Royal Oak, Michigan. You can find us at podcastdetroit.com. It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Time. Happy hump day. Happy hump days. Everybody have their little lunch cocktail oh, yeah. in front yeah, of them. Mm-hmm. Right, right next to me. Oh, here. well, little shout out to Brian Pastoria because oh, it's me to his it. birthday. <laughs> well, you told me it was Monday. So, well, I no, you told me it was Monday. Oh, you I looked, did. Yeah. So I wrote oh. him on, on Monday and so said happy I. birthday. So he gets to. Yeah. It's well, Brian Pastoria. Yeah. So, he yeah. can have the entire yeah. He can have the month. If He's he wants Italian. It. He can have the whole month. So, anyway. So, what's going on? Oh, not much. Uh, we've got a cool guest in today, which I'm excited about. I but know. Um, I've got some. I've got some fun things. I got some trivia planned. You do. So I'm going to get into that. But the Joe Joe Lewis had their last hockey game. Oh, I know. And week. so did yeah. the Palace had their last Pistons game, which is so weird. Because I know. I mean, the Joe they kind of made like a big deal about it, and like the, the fans yeah. went crazy, and like they threw. Like I think they said, like thirty-seven octopuses on the wow, really? octopi, I guess, mm-hmm. on the on the ice, which I thought was that's cool. a lot. Yeah, and I guess um, I ran into someone who had watched it, and I was working, so I didn't get a chance to see it. But they they couldn't stop watching. You know, really? it was just such a moving thing, and wow. I think they brought in a lot of the hockey players. You know, oh the, yeah, you know, yeah, Steve Eiserman I think came in, mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of the the greats from the Red Wings. So. Yeah, but I'm honestly. I mean, I know the Joe Lewis is a big deal, but I'm more bummed about the palace. Really? I, you know, I think it's cool that they're moving downtown, but yeah. as an artist from Michigan, like, yeah, playing the palace mm-hmm. was always like, right, you right. know, you've oh. reached status quo, and yeah. yeah, you know, you've reached. You've the, performed the top. there. You've performed there a couple times. Yeah, the I national, national anthem, anthem counts, a couple, doesn't it? I guess it does. I can yeah. cross it off, so you, but it, yeah, you know, it's not the same no. as like <laughs> no. playing to people who are there to see Gosh, you. What, but <laughs> where, so where are the big venues then? Well, I mean, the Joe Lewis was a big venue, but now yeah, it'll but be I, the Little Caesars. Oh, that's and, you know, right. Okay. So it'll be Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, and, and then Comerica. Yeah, Park. that's a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So then, I, but what are the Pistons doing? Are they? 
They're going they, downtown. I know they're moving downtown, but are they building a new arena? Or? No, they're playing right know. there at Little Caesars. Oh, oh they, they are? are? Yeah. Little oh, yeah. Caesars. Oh, oh yeah. well, that's cool. Both of them are. Oh, that's wow. very cool. See, I think it's kind of cool that it's all downtown. I, don't, I, I don't do know. too, but I mean, well, for yeah. us, it's like our point of reference. Like, how, where yeah. do you live? Like, where the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know where the palace is? Well, we can't say you know where the palace used to be. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, but speaking of downtown Detroit, I do want to remind everybody that the Detroit Music Awards are coming up May 5th oh, yeah. at the Fillmore. And we're going to uh, be broadcasting live, yes, which will be um, really fun. Up in the balcony or outside be at out the front. entrance. We are? I, I made the executive decision. I want to be out front. Yeah, I want to see everyone walk up and get a chance to talk out to everybody. Out front is outside. Yeah. Yep. Well, I told everybody we're going to be upstairs in the balcony. So it's weather permitting. I'm not gonna <laughs> okay, sit well, out there that's fair cold. enough because I don't okay? want to sit out there. But yeah, you're cold, right, though. It would be kind of cool if we were be outside fun, because yeah. then we can see uh, the people that won awards at the earlier mm-hmm. like pre-party thing yeah. that they have so um either way it's going to be a lot of fun but listen this is an awesome event in detroit's at the fillmore it's uh you can get tickets for uh very reasonable i think mm-hmm. they range anywhere from what 10 25 and you can get a table for a thousand dollars i think it's a thousand on the main floor yeah, you get 10 so. people to split it with you mm-hmm. um but it's not just for musicians it's you know, if for you, music lovers, yeah, for music lovers, between, and it's yeah. just a really cool event. So that's May fifth, and the link is up on our page, mm-hmm. and we're going to be um, posting it every Saturday again. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go to the Detroit Music Awards Foundation website. Yep, and um, get your ticket. Yep, so that's going to be fun. Super exciting. Well, I have some news. You do. I'm really excited about this. Playboy has oh, decided God. to bring nudes back. So, oh, nice. <laughs> so they said. They, I think their issue. I think this. This will be the first issue that they've had with nudes back, and I think the the theme of it was nude is natural or something, which I totally appreciate. Really, so. <laughs> you know that's interesting um, because I watched an interview with um, Hugh Hefner's son. Mm-hmm. And he was talking He's about the CEO, right? Because his oh, daughter was the CEO. Is she the one that made the decision? To- <laughs> <laughs> I they think she probably and- listened to her husband who right. said, honey, I really just read the articles. Right. Yeah, because they're so clearly <laughs> <profound>, right. <laughs> John, we know you don't read the articles. Yeah. That didn't work, did it? No. So- uh, but it was funny because his son said something like, uh, it was just an April Fool's joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so A funny. costly one. So. Well, I have some trivia, some Playboy trivia. Oh, great. For you guys. Oh, yeah, have fun. So- <laughs> okay, so we're we're going to get into this. So how old is Playboy? Ugh. Oh, gosh. Come on, Matt. So is it 83, 45, or 64? You mean years old? Yeah, Playboy. Like I say 64. Yeah, I think I'm yeah, going to say me, yeah. 64. All right, you guys are right. 64. Okay. Ooh, oh, we are. Okay, nice. so. Oh, we need the belts. <laughs> so Hef's girlfriends were paid an allowance each week. How much was really? it? Was it 5000 10000 or 1000 Oh gosh, ten. five. I'm gonna say ten too. It was one thousand. That's what? it. That was really. It. Well, they got paid, Ugh. but then right, their allowance, their extra spending money from Hugh, was a thousand dollars a week. Wow. So wow. Okay, and then so this one I thought was interesting. So Hugh Hefner bought a crypt next to which celebrity? Elvis Presley, Marilyn Monroe, or Elizabeth Taylor? Um. So he'll he'll be buried next Elizabeth. to Elizabeth. Oh, he's going to be buried? So he'll be in this crypt when he dies next to which celebrity? Oh, it's got to be Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. That's where I want to be buried. Yeah, I, I thought you were saying a like property, a, no. a home. So I was no. going to say Elizabeth Taylor, but then when you said 
he wants he's going to be buried next. Really? Yeah. He's going to be buried next to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, well, he bought it, and they think they said like it. He bought it in like ninety two, and it was worth like seventy five thousand. Now it would be worth like a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And then I've got a couple more. So Hugh Hefts girlfriends have a curfew what time is it is it 1 a.m 11 p.m or 9 p.m 9 p.m 11 let's say one nine nine yeah yeah i yeah i heard that before because you're you're always a big fan of playboy so i thought you'd finish like they gotta be back they gotta be back at the house by nine yep they have to be back at really yep wow Yep. Wow. And then you can't get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I would fit in fine. (laughs) I'd be in bed by eight. So so then the original Playboy Mansion was in which city? New York, Miami, or Chicago? Oh. It's not the original one? Mm -mm. Really? Um, Oh. I don't know. Miami? Yeah, I say Miami too. Yeah. Chicago. Right. It was. Yep they wow. the, they're founded in Chicago. That's kind of cold for yeah. people to be running around naked. <laughs> <out of there. laughs> <Jeez. laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's a little Playboy trivia. No for kidding. You. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's I'm, I'm interesting. a fan. I'm a Playboy fan. So who is it? Yeah, you are a Playboy yeah, fan. Yeah, I've always I I did want to be in Playboy at one point. Wow. Oh, but, I know. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, we had to. Smack you around. <laughs> you were only 12, huh? so it wasn't a, you know. That was the year that Rocky was locked in the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then I got another little fun thing. Um, Tyra Banks. Oh, I so heard So America's this. Next Top Model has yes. lifted the age ban. I know. I'm so, excited. I think you should audition. Well, I'm waiting for her to lift the uh, weight and height ban. Too, <laughs> then, then I think I have a chance. <laughs> then I'm going for it. And then who knows? Maybe from there it could be Playboy. There you nice. go. Yeah. <laughs> The short, fat, older edition. <laughs> we'll see what happens to their oh sales. They'll go back to just articles. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with their guests. All we right, don't have any do more that. BS to you. <laughs> okay. The Playboy talk is over. Okay, good. <laughs> that was fun, though. That was I good. you find it interesting. Yeah, well, it's our favorite segment. It is. Oh, I feel like we're in church here. It's <laughs> What's the Wish, What's the Way, and What's in the Way. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Singer-songwriter Adventures with Vultures Matt Sauter is back. Signed with original 1265 recording, Matt's artistic aptitudes are reaching new heights from brilliant paintings to brilliant songwriting. He has mastered the art of storytelling through both forms. He will soon be releasing a new single and armed with his guitar. He is with us in the house today to tell us all about his upcoming release. Welcome back to the show. Thank Welcome you. Back. Thank you. We Excited. missed you. I, I missed you guys so much. <laughs> I love how you say he's armed with his guitar. I know. Like, whoa. I know. Uh, okay, so first of all, play. where's mom? <laughs> um, she's at the pasty shop right now. What? <laughs> working. She's working. <laughs> she's working. Yeah. Well, she couldn't take it. The deal there? was she was supposed to come with you. That's funny because she that? she had said that, and I told her she was just hearing shit. No. <laughs> she, <laughs> oh, now I, she knows that she's invited. Oh so, yeah, so. absolutely. You know what? We might just have her next time Dude, without a, you. Yeah, you know, perfect. <laughs> she can amazing. give us the, the inside scoop. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine your mom on the show? She's such a um, riot. I could. Yeah. Because I was thinking after I met her, she could have her own reality show. She could. So she's, been, she's said that. Oh, yeah, she tells you all the time. So anyway, it's been uh, how long? Almost a year. Not quite. About yep, nine yep. months, I yep, think, since yep. you were here. Yep. And last time you were here, you had um, just signed with the original 
1265 yep, recordings, yep, right? Yep, it wasn't that long. No, yeah, it was like right around that same time. Yeah, and you were just starting on your album, I think. You yeah. were just starting to write. So what's happened this past year? So um, it's actually the EP that's going to okay. come out. Yeah, and um, so we recorded the EP all like the end of last year. It got done um, about November, December. We got done recording, and we got all the masters ready, and now it's time to get it out. So when we do pick the release date, it'll be all over the place. Are you so. going to have a big release party? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, And a cool. big release show. Oh, and really? you guys should do the Nuna show at the fucking show. Oh, I, oh my gosh. Tell yeah, me, we're in. Tell me ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, absolutely. It'd no, we'll get it coordinated. Absolutely. I would Perfect. love that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, first of all, because we actually did see you perform live yeah, and you, you were, were just absolutely Aww, amazing. So, and Rocky actually went back and listened to the interview after yeah. she saw oh, nice. you perform live. But um, how many songs are on the EP? There's going to be four songs on the EP. Okay. Yep. And then uh, what? when do you see that? being released like soon um, month, yeah or? we're gonna say i mean i want to say this summer you know okay i like, don't know exactly a date yet but um we're close it's close to, like what are you waiting for if it if uh, it's done um well right now we're just waiting for definitely the cover and the back cover you know we gotta go oh, get the photos ready okay. and um you know we just had to get it mastered and mm-hmm. we want to just you know give it out to a bunch of places you know yeah la you know, New York, you know, overseas. Oh, so cool. when the release date is ready, they can all release it on, you know, websites and oh, at the nice. same time. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah, exciting. And then are you going to eventually have an album or? Yeah, of course. And yeah, so, so will those four songs be on the um, album? Probably not. Okay. Um, This will just be, you know, the EP to get everyone excited that mm-hmm. when the album comes out, you know, people can tell me to play, yell and scream at me to play the songs on the EP. Yeah. Oh, good. Good thinking. Um. What's different about this uh, music than some of the music you used to perform? Um, as far as like genre wise, yeah. um, well, um, my mom likes it better. <laughs> well, hey, then that's example. what matters. Yeah. And your mom does not hold back. Oh no, there's no filter there. No, no, no. She doesn't no. like it. She'll tell you. So in the last interview, um, you had said that you went from from hip hop mm-hmm. to this new like blues Americana kind yeah. of genre. Yeah. Yeah. Has that influenced? Has your hip hop kind of roots, I guess, influence this album in any way? Like, are there um, going to be any elements of that? In- uh, I'm not really taking any elements. I know Ed Sheeran kind of incorporates his little yeah. hip-hop rhythmic, you know, pattern, which is cool, so I don't really want to be stepping on those lines. But um, as far as writing songs, I can write songs a lot better because of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I said this last time, I mean, you had to write, you know, poetry nonstop for 16 bars, which is like a verse in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now in songs, you don't need as much words to make it pretty. Mm-hmm. So I can fly through songs with still giving a meaning because yeah. of hip hop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because you do have to um, create a story or tell a story, right. rather right. sing a story in a shorter, in less words. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. That is really interesting. And um, so this upcoming, so you've got the EP coming up and then. After are you already writing the album or yeah yeah well we already have some songs ready that are going to be on the album mm-hmm. so we'll start recording them and then I'm writing new songs nonstop so you know I'll meet with Kevin or Elise and um, show them new songs and they'll either be like dude that's badass or or go back or that shit <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah right, and and is that okay with you oh yeah they, yeah yeah so you... well what's really nice is they're usually like that's pretty badass so yeah. so far it's been good but you know. They'll be nice about it if it's shit. They'll be like, eh, 
you know, yeah. what else you got? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> That's usually what I deal with. Well, how many songs do you write before you um, decide how many are going to be on an EP? Like, if you have four songs, how many did you write before you narrowed it down? Well, you know, I have, like, I'm going to say 20 songs right now. Okay. And um, so we picked, like, their four favorites mm-hmm. that are on this EP. And now are they your favorites? Um, Yeah. I mean, there's okay. some songs that, you know, I also love that didn't make the cut for the EP. Okay. But those songs, you know, the rest of the songs that didn't make the cut, some of those are still being possibles for the album. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And uh, were there any collaborations? Nope. So you wrote everything? Write everything. And then... uh. Elise, who you know, Elise. Yes. How's she, she doing? She's doing amazing. Hi, Elise. I, I know. I love her. <laughs> but uh, she'll come in and she does all like the production stuff to it. Because me, I'll just write songs with an acoustic and me and be like, yeah, this sounds awesome. Just put some bass drum in it and then I'll be happy. But, you know, she, you know, hears like piano and crazy mm-hmm. instruments and she's the one who kind of, you know, arranges everything. Wow. And makes it sound what it sounds like. And now you you are performing with a band though now, right? Yeah. Um. For like bigger shows, I'll do a okay. band. You know, my brother Danny, he's playing bass and he's an amazing bass player, which is helping the band humongous. That's great. You know? And then uh, we have a couple of different guitar players who play with me. And then uh, Dalton, who's also the drummer of Fifth and Main, which is a band I was in. Oh, yeah. He's been playing drums with me for live shows as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is he still with Fifth and Main too? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Now, are they part of Dime? They go to Dime. Yeah. Oh, they do yep, go to Dime. Yep. So let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, you're you're a student there. Yes, I am. Okay. And what are you studying? I'm studying uh, songwriting. Okay. So I'm getting my bachelor's in songwriting right now. Okay. So I mean, obvi- obviously, it's going to help you yeah, write yeah, songs. Yeah. But what else can you do with that degree? Well, um, my perfect example. Um, the three classes I'm in right now this semester have been my favorite, and I think the most helpful. I have a class called Writing for TV and Film. Oh. Um, I have a class called Writing for Games. Oh, wow. And then I have a class writing for artists. So, you know, there's a lot of artists out there who don't write songs. Like, that's like the main one that songwriters, when they first want to become songwriters, they'll think about. Because I want to write songs for people who don't write songs. You know who doesn't write songs, which um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought about it, is um, Trisha Yearwood. There's a lot um, of artists who don't. Yeah, and she talked about that. And Mm -hmm. she said she does not write Mm -hmm. her songs. She has a a team of songwriters. She said they do it better, and why not? Yeah, Yeah. of course. I always thought that as a singer, you're supposed to want to write your own songs, but that's not true. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, what what usually happen is, you know, a pretty face. People will be like, well, they got some good pipes and a pretty face, but they can't write for shit. Yeah. So we'll still sign them because they're going to sell. Right. And we'll just get a bunch of good songwriters to write them hits. So that's what, so is, are you doing that right now for other people? Um, I'm kind of, I'm finishing up school. I mean, I got songs I can shop around and Mm -hmm. somebody, you know, got some money to change my life. I'll give you a song. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Wow. And so then, so it's, you're going to get your bachelor's. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. And I know that they're partnered with the Denver. um, MSU Denver. Yeah. MSU Denver. Now, Mm -hmm. is that at the Dime? location or where where do the college classes take place now all the ones here um guys all in detroit all it is all in detroit Detroit. all our freshmen are here in detroit but when they graduate uh they're going to get their degree from msu denver okay but but they attend classes in detroit yeah in detroit oh that's nice and um you were also talking about how they're opening up a second dime location in 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 Denver. denver right and like the msu campus like right there. Wow. Yeah. So we went out there and 
It was awesome. When did, when did you guys go out there? Um, I think it was the end of November. Uh-huh. Who on what? Uh, Kevin and Sarah are already down there. Um, the Wildflowers live down there. Okay, and they're from the UK. Yep, yep. But they're also signed to Original 1265. Yes, yep. Okay. We're label mates, and then they're now in Denver. And then I went with uh, my teacher, my teacher Antea, who actually just got signed to Original 1265. Her oh, and her, wow. her, and her sister A Oh. Okay. Um, so we went out there, and uh, one of our professors, Dr. Paul, came with us, and I think that's it. Maybe a couple students came, but we went out there, and yeah, I performed and got. That's awesome. Got tipsy in the Mile High City. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Wow, how cool. Well, congratulations to uh, Sarah and Kevin. I mean, they didn't waste any time, did they? No, no. That's fantastic. Where else are they planning in? I don't know. I don't, I, I'm assuming it's going to be all D cities. <laughs> oh, yeah. You there know, you to go. Keep the dime thing going. <laughs> oh. You know, so maybe Dallas might get one. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how fun. And so what else is going on with you? You've got the EP mm-hmm. release that you're planning right now. Yep. Then eventually there's going to be an album. Any yeah. any tours? Um, There is. I do. I was yelled at to plug this. We do have a big show coming up uh, April 29th. At the Pike Room. At the Pike Room. Oh, and it's, yes. I'm playing it with my good buddies, Fifth and Main. Oh, cool. Uh, they're headlining. I'm direct supporting. Okay. And then um, Stay Outside is playing and John Bug is playing as well. And um, those tickets are on sales now. You can get okay. them at fusionshows.com or you can get them from the artist. And, and that's a cool place. It is a cool place. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And that's April 29th. What? Day is is that a Friday or it's a Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Okay, cool. How Which, much are tickets? Do you know? Uh, they're ten bucks. Okay, so they can just go online yep. to what your your page or yeah, you can go on yeah Adventures with Vultures uh, Facebook page or Fifth and Mains or any of our social medias if you want to contact us. And then uh, they probably go to the Pike Room too, right? Yeah, or Fusion, fusion Shows dot com okay. got it as well. All right, so that's April 29th at the Pike Room. I did see that. Yeah. Um, Anything new and exciting with the songwriting? Anything? Because I know you can't play your new stuff today. We have to wait. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I write songs as much as I can. You know, um, I don't like forcing myself to write new songs. Yeah. You know, I kind of let them so happen. What is the, yeah, what is the writing process? Like, what um, inspires you? Uh, I mean, when I first got signed, everything did. I was just well. I remember nonstop. when you yeah. first got signed, you went through a bad breakup, or before yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when you switched your genre and you really it was started easy writing, to write. Yeah, and like I was saying, you know. So have you oh. dumped anyone lately? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no. it sucks though because heartbreak makes you write amazing it does. songs. Yeah, I was you know, just so, telling Rocky that. What know. was I telling you that David Bowie said? Suffering is a catalyst yeah. for success. Oh my god, absolutely! So like, yeah, I'm trying to like date somebody so they can dump me. So I can, like, <laughs> write some good shit. Because right now, well, is there an age limit at all? Because oh I, no, I yeah, someone. perfect. Yeah, awesome. That sounds amazing. You don't care. You just no, need not you. at all. Age uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love women. So <laughs> doesn't matter to me. So, uh, but what what did inspire? Um, well, uh, the now you know that I'm not in heartbreak. Yeah. Um, you know, just random stuff. Well, you know, like cool. Cool parts of a movie might, you oh, know, like okay. s- like side characters. Yeah, like maybe like if a movie doesn't talk a lot about a side character, I'll write, you know, a song about them. Like a song I'm gonna play today called Perfume. Um, I was watching this movie called American Psycho, with Christian Bale, one of his older movies, and uh, he goes and picks up a prostitute, and she's kind of in the movie just for a split second, but the song was written about that prostitute. Really? Wow. You know, I just be like, dude, I kind of want to write a song about this chick. She so. made an impact on yeah, you like you that. Huh? You really do love women. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> so, prostitutes, <absolutely>. whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to listen to that song. So 
Can we oh, you want to play it right now? now? Absolutely. Let's play it right now. It's called Perfume. Now, this is not on the EP, though. No. No. Okay, so how can people get this? Will they be um, able to get it? Listen to the Nooner Show. Okay, there, oh, there you go. <laughs> and it might be on a And I might product. sell it's it. How's nooner, that? It's a Nooner Show exclusive. I yeah, like absolutely. It. Yeah. It's about prostitutes. <laughs> good now it's recently written so bear with me with it i met a call girl on the corner her clothes were ripped to hell she begged me for a dollar Starving for sale She leaned in and said Hey handsome I know you think You know what love is like Fifty dollars And I guaranteed I'll change your mind I said, I guaranteed your father hits your mother And those drugs that you've been shooting killed your brother And I know that you feel alone But twenty bucks is all I'll give you And that's throwing you a bone But first of all, go change that perfume Cause that perfume has gotta go She called me an asshole in a Bentley With dreams of rock and roll And guarantees I won't make it Cause my music's getting old Well I leaned out and said Hey sexy I know you think You know what love is like But twenty dollars And I guaranteed I'll change your mind Cause I know that my father Loves my mother And these songs That I've been writing Are for my brothers Cause I know that they've seen the war But fifteen bucks is all I can give you And that's throwing you a bone But first of all Go change that perfume Cause that perfume has gotta go I know, I know that it's gotta go I know that perfume has gotta go I know, I know that perfume has gotta go I know that perfume has gotta go She leaned in and said Hey, handsome, 
I know you think you know what love is like. Give me your wallet, or I'll stab you with my knife. I said, cut me where you think it will bleed the quickest. 'Cause the devil's waiting for me with a picnic. Oh, he's waiting for me to die. 'Cause he knows my music is godly. God, He's the reason why. But if I do die in my twenties, well, my music will never die. I know my music will never die. I hope my music will never die. I know, I know. My music will never die. Well, I hope my music will never die. Oh, something like that! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Something like that. Something like chills. that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, what what kind of a mood were you in when you wrote <laughs> that? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, every song, I'm always happy. You know, I mean, I. I get bummed out, but uh, you know, I'll write songs. People be like, "Dude, man, you must be like an emotional wreck." <laughs> and I don't. I mean, you gotta write songs that, like, I like to tell people, like actors, like method actors, they'll really get involved in the role, and that's how they win an Oscar. And you know? they become yeah. that person, you know. So yeah, when I write a song that's sad, you know, I try to feel as sad as I possibly can. And- well, and you did a good job because I was thinking to myself. Okay, that wasn't the movie. He was there. Yeah. He's the one that threw the twenty. <laughs> right, 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 right. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, that's that is an art skill, right? To be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about painting. Let's talk about because, painting. Uh, you're an amazing painter, and you uh-huh. never said anything to us last time. So when did this happen? Um, <laughs> I started painting February first this year. Wow. You started? <laughs> I got my first canvas. Well, what happened is, um, so one of my best friends, his dad is actually one of my best friends as well. And, you know, he's a really creative mind. So whenever he gets really into something, I'll get into something. You know, he's really into filmmaking. I got into filmmaking and photos. I, now I love, you know, photography. Well, he started buying paints, like paintings from like a lot of local artists in our town. And um, he bought two pieces that are hung up in his house. And they're super badass. It's acrylic painting. Mm-hmm. And um, I told him, I was like, dude, man, why aren't we doing this? And he kind of said the same thing. Well, I want to start painting. So I'm like, all right, let's go get some canvas and buy some paints and, you know, attempt it. So we started painting in his garage. And I think we've painted pretty much every day since February wow. 1st. And you never painted before no. that? No, I mean... As much as the average kid who went to public school painting, I mean, I'm pretty sure you had like art classes growing up and maybe you've dabbled in painting. So you never did anything with illustrating or anything like that? Um, No, but um, my penmanship's always been good. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to, you know, I'm not a sloppy like writer or anything. Well, so. did you know that you could draw? I mean, because your paintings are something else. It um, yeah, does incredible. not look like somebody who just started February 1st. Um, I figured I could. Really? If, yeah. You know, like I, the reason I wanted to try painting is because I figured I could at least do halfway decent. But painting's tough, man. 
My favorite is you'll be painting a picture. Like the first couple of my paintings weren't amazing. And uh, people would come in and be like, well, I can paint that. You know, I'm, I'm a good drawler. Yeah, you start painting and colors start mixing. You don't want, you're like, sh- yeah, it becomes a big mess. And I can't get over your yeah, work. It's incredible. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. I seriously thought you were kidding and it was that you were just like trying to sell somebody else's work. So I, I kept looking back thinking there's no way I'm going to find something in here. It's <laughs> not his work. There's no way. Perfect. I mean, because you never said anything. I, know, I wasn't so painting then. How does That's that uh, correlate to songwriting? Like, how did the two mesh? Because it is telling stories with both well, what had happened? In both art forms. What had, what had happened was, like I said, we just got done finishing recording, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there was all the mixing and mastering process going on, like January, February. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really in the studio, and I wasn't really playing any shows, you know, early on this year. And um, you know, writing, playing your guitar, and writing songs all day. I mean, I love doing it, but I mean, it's you know, it gets boring after a little bit. I mean, you yeah, need you, something you need of, some inspiration, yeah. and um. So when I started painting just nonstop, people were like, well, are you still writing songs? But, you know, we have a guitar, you know, in the place that I paint at. So, you know, by painting, it was helping me, you know, become more creative and start yeah, writing bet. other songs. Yeah. Do, do you write while you paint at all? Like, do, do you start a painting, then all of a sudden an idea hits you and you? Um, not necessarily, but, you know, after painting all night, I'll go home and grab my guitar and, you know, it'll sound fun again. Like... I could picture a painting of the prostitute. <laughs> Seriously. Nice. Just like that. I could never do it. I could never paint, but <laughs> I, I might, can picture I might, it. I might have to paint her. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. I'll have to see it. Yeah. See if it's what yeah, I, I visualize. That. Something that I, like something like a Playboy though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I do have a lot of naked paintings. You, you do. I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> do you have models that offer themselves um, up? Yeah. <laughs> you look Somet- pretty happy there. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. It all depends. And yeah. that's the inspiration you need to write those songs, uh-huh. right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. See, I always wished I was a painter because I when I well, I wonder if you can paint. Yeah, you probably yeah, are I, a painter. You just haven't painted yet. Maybe. But because when I write, I visualize a lot. And oh, right, right. like a lot of times that if I get it like music first and I write to the music, I picture the picture and then write about the picture that I see. And I always wish I could draw what I see in my head. But I'm just, what if you can? You don't know. I tried and I can. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, the stick figure does not really. <laughs> so what are you doing with the paintings then? Well, what had happened was, you know, I'd started painting just you know, to paint. Mm-hmm. Well, then they started stacking up, you know, because I was painting so many of them. Yeah. And now I'm running out of places for them. So some people have bought some. Okay. And now some people have original. And how can people see them? To Just go to on your my Facebook? Facebook. Yeah, it's not like I'm making a website or anything from them. If you know me, yet. you could get it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. Maybe do you think you'll can... do the artwork for your uh, album cover? That's kind of what. It's probably going to be the plan. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Be very cool. That thinking. would really be cool. That's what I'm thinking. And it was cool, too, because once I started painting, you know, I was talking to Kevin, and he was like, dude, you know Bob Dylan painted, and, you know, a wow. lot of big yeah, artists right. painted. They were just like, you know. Billy Joel. Yeah. A lot wow. of people have some sweet paintings. Right. Well, I would imagine that it, it's sort of the same process, right? I mean, right, you right. you it, you either hear something and create it, or you see it mm-hmm. and create it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. That is amazing. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the Facebook page that people can go on? To see the paintings? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just follow Matthew Sauter on Facebook. It's okay. the only place I really got them. And if you like them, message me and I might sell it to you. Now, can people, <laughs> do you do any custom? Um. Yeah. I, I had done one commission piece. A girl messaged oh. me that I didn't know. And this is when I was painting a bunch of naked chicks. Uh-huh. 
And she was like, you know, I want a naked chick, but these are the colors I want. And this is yada, yada, what I want. And yeah, I had the time. So. And what do the girls, they just, they get undressed and sit there and you paint them? Um, no, <laughs> I no. mean, I guess that's not a big no, deal. No, 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 I, no. I mean, I'll look at, you know, poses uh-huh. on Facebook. You can look up naked poses. I mean, you oh. can look up anything naked. Okay. Um, yeah, the ones of me painting actual people live nude, those are private paintings. Oh yeah, just For message, sure. just message him, yeah. and he'll throw For you a twenty. Fee, yeah, yeah my, extra fee. my buddy just texted me and said he showed your mom how to find the station. She's listening. It sounds good. So I don't want to uh, talk. I don't want to talk too much about oh, um, painting naked, <laughs> painting no. naked women in no. your house. But we did. We did do a shout out to mom. We did yeah, earlier. We did. Mom, you're invited on the show. You know. Next time we're oh, going to leave Matt sh- home. Come on. And you know. <laughs> um, listen, so how do you, um, you know, it's such a tough business and, and I, I we interview musicians all the mm. time and, and, you know, just experience even with, you know, Rocky being in mm-hmm. this whole scene, mm-hmm. like, how do you stay resilient? How do you, um, because it's, I keep thinking about it. It's so out there. Like, it's not like going to college right. and getting your degree and, you know, becoming a a, a nurse or, right. or an engineer and and working so hard behind the scenes right. to make it to the top to mm-hmm. be you know the, in that one percent or five percent whatever yeah. you're out there and people are judging your success and your progress every step of oh, the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. So how do you keep going? Like how do you do it? How do you keep reinventing yourself? Um, what I've always said is. So when I was a kid, you know, first day of elementary school, you know, you get a piece of paper and they'd be like, write your name, your favorite color. What do you want to be when you get older? Yada, yada, yada. We know everybody would write, you know, I want to be a baseball player, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I'd always write, I want to be a rock star or a musician. You you did. Oh, absolutely. From a young age. So I wanted to do. And um, now these kids that I know who wanted to be a baseball player now sell fucking seatbelts or something. You know, I'm just like, dude, man, (laughs) on the grand scheme of. I mean, I don't want to get all hippie, but in the grand scheme of being on Earth, we're here for a split second. Right. And if you're going to be sitting in a cubicle fucking pressing buttons and, you know, only happy on the weekends, you know, I'd rather be broke and smiling, playing music in a busted ass van with my brother than, you know, sitting behind a desk. Is that your definition of success? Um, Would you say? Because yeah, you're, you're doing what yeah, you love. Yeah, I mean... Money's never been something that like I'm obsessed with. Now, if I get a bunch of money, that's definitely going to probably change. You we'll throw see. more than a twenty dollar bill, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I'll we'll probably give the prostitute yeah. like two hundred bucks. There you go. You know, <laughs> right now, fifteen's all I can give. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I'm just I'm happy doing what I want to do. You yeah. know, and like I said, like a, I have one buddy, uh, my good buddy Maddie. He tells me all the time he's, you know, super happy because he was a musician. That's what he wanted to do. But now he's like an accountant or something. Mm. And he was like, dude, the people who make it are the people who didn't stop. Right. Like, you're not going to get famous because you're 18 years old and you play guitar for a year and you're not going to just become right. an overnight YouTube. You know, I mean, you got to put in the time and right. keep doing it. And people can, you know, if people want to giggle or whatever behind my back, like he's going to be a, you know, whatever musician. When I am famous, you're not. Coming to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, there you go. It's me and Rocky. Yeah, we are fucking there you go. 
Well, what about me? Yeah, you're I coming. Be there you're too. coming I too. I want to do the podcast <laughs> yeah. from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's so interesting that you say that. It sounds like you've surrounded yourself, though, with good people, people yeah, that do course. believe of in course, you yeah. and that support it. Because right. that's, that is the hard thing is, um, you're right. There are the people that are judging, they're giggling, they're, um, you right, know, talking right. behind your back and everything else. Uh, I talked about this. Oh, I don't know, several shows ago, but two women out of the UK who started their own business. And um, they found that their friends, their closest friends, actually, uh, were the ones that were not supportive and right. were just, right. um, you know, are you making any money? It's always, it was always, everything had a negative twist. So you know what they did? They started a you will be sorry list. Oh, nice. And they started their own private list. And every time their friends or family would, you know, say things that had like a negative implication. Mm-hmm. They would add their name to the list, <laughs> and it just made them feel better. Right? That you know, you- well, because it, it sucks. Is I feel like we live in a time now where like no one wants to see anybody more successful than them. Right. You know, so, so if, you competitive. Know, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's ridiculous because when like when I see that like my buddy, the guy buddies who graduated college and who are have great jobs and doing really well. Yeah, I'm, right. you know, I encourage. I'm like, dude, I'm so happy. You guys are right. doing awesome. This is amazing, and I genuinely mean it. Yeah. Now, if when I walk away, if they're like, "Fuck him," he's playing guitar, trying to you know make a living. If that's how they want to be, then that's cool. But you know, I genuinely mean what I say, and right. hopefully they do too. Right. One, it sounds like you're happy and you're confident in what right. you're doing, so it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing, right? As right, long right, as right. you feel good about what yeah, you're doing. Absolutely. Um, and what's it like to, and I don't know, maybe, do you wear a business hat and a creative hat or do you let the label wear the business hat and you stick strictly to the um, creative process? I, I, I try to stick to the creative process. Um, sometimes you got to do both, mm-hmm. you know. How involved do you get on the business end of things? Um, I try, you know, I book, book shows and, you know, my photos, my promotion, I kind of do mostly, um. But um, I try to stick as much as I can in the creative until I need to put, you know, yeah. my nose in and help out or vice versa. Yeah. You know, because they help with the creative process as well, too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, Kevin will, you know, chime in and because mm-hmm. he's a, an amazing musician as right. well, you know. So. Right. Well, and they both have such great Ears. backgrounds oh, yeah, and, and everything. Yeah. experience with So Kevin it. likes to, you know. And so how's that experience been being signed now? Oh, it's, it's, it's cool. It's how long awesome. has it been? It hasn't been a year. Um, or has it been a year? I think I signed like end of June, maybe early July last year. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it was right before he had been on the show. Like, oh, okay. So, yeah. so there was like talk. I think when we were on the show, I think there was like contract negotiating going on. I don't oh. know if I was quite signed, okay. but I think it was yeah. on the right path to getting. Yeah. And do you feel good about that decision and yeah, the absolutely. path? And- absolutely. Um, You know, I signed with two people who I trust a lot yeah. and love a lot in a short amount of time. I've only yeah. known them. I mean, I've only been at Dime for this my second year, like a year and a half. Right. Know? And, you know, I trust these guys, you know, Kevin, he's been in the music business for a while. So is Sarah. And I've always told myself, if someone's going to come up to me and want to invest money in my music and think, my, you know, I'm going to absolutely right. you know, sign. <laughs> right, right. And do you guys, how many people are signed to the label now? So now we have um, Wildflowers are signed. Gina is. Yeah. Gina Irene. Uh, charity, um, I am. Uh, we just signed um, one of my classmates. So another dime student has just recently been signed. His name's C three. He's an amazing R and B artist. Kids probably got the best vocals mm-hmm. in the Midwest. I mean, I hope he listens to this because it's the truth. I mean, his voice is outrageous. And then uh, one of my teachers, Antea Shelton, 
her and her sister, they're in a group called A Plus, who are also- Were they just on uh, Live in- Live in the D, yeah. Okay. They're an amazing songwriting mm-hmm. team. They've been writing songs for years. Yeah. And uh, now Kevin and Sarah were like, dude, man, why don't you guys, you know, try to get away from behind the scenes and get up front and- Wow. Their wow. stuff sounds amazing. I'm super happy for them. I now, mean, do you guys collaborate at all or are these, are, is everybody doing a separate project? Everyone's kind of doing a separate project. Um, okay. You got to know too, like we, which we learn in at Dime because we have a, we had a class called co-writing. You know, sometimes you know egos and genres will kind of throw off the vibe of like you know trying to collaborate. Right. Well, this is how I write. And this is how you know. And then right. you know, I'm a folk storyteller, singer songwriter, and there's R and B singer songwriter. So right. You know, collabos would be kind of right. weird. I mean, they could work. Yeah. But. Now, do you ever take the um, like the six week programs that they have in the, the little short courses? Yeah, I haven't, but I know some people who have, and I heard they're absolutely amazing. Really? Yeah, oh, absolutely cool. amazing. Yeah, they look. They have some pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. I was gonna. Well, last year we were gone, but I was gonna put John Paul <clears throat> in the funk. Yeah, uh, program. Oh yeah, I thought that little funk camps. Yeah. yeah, and I noticed she went to Hitsville. I did. Did you guys take a field well, trip yeah, there? Yeah, we did. We took a field trip, which is super cool. I haven't been in a field trip since. I mean, that's a great place to go <laughs> out yeah, for it was a field amazing. trip. Well, it was funny. We get in there, we're all excited. You know, everyone's like taking like Snapchats and pictures, and this dude's like, dude, put your fucking cameras away. There's a big sign right behind us where we're taking pictures that says no cameras. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, geez. Yeah. Only you guys would get in trouble. Yeah. But it was super cool. I mean, we went into like the actual studio, Studio yep. A, mm-hmm. you know, and just being in that room. Was, was it a private tour? Uh, well, no, it's, you know, the whole group, whoever comes there, there's different. But you had somebody walk you through and tell you the yeah, story. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. That. We sat there and watched the video and then walked yeah. through like upstairs is actually like the apartment. Yeah. You know, that uh, Ben Gordy like, owned and lived in. Mm-hmm. And they still have like the couch that like Marvin Gaye used to like sleep on. Yeah. And like they had a policy where like um, doors were always open because he said, you know, creative right. minds, there's no time frame on a creative mind. Right. So you can go in that studio anytime. Any, yeah. yeah, no matter what. What, what, I think, what, what surprised you the most after, after, uh, touring um, Hitsville? That Diana Ross was like their receptionist for like the first five years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She was just a young girl you know, on the typewriter and answering phone calls. And then they're going to put a group together and she's like, well, I can sing. And you know how Diana Ross is now. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> the powerhouse. Yeah. No kidding. And then they were telling a cool story about Stevie Wonder. You know, he come in there when he was like 11. Yeah. And they said he ran in there and he's, you know, blind, obviously. Yep. And, you know, he runs in there and uh, hops on the piano, starts shredding the piano. They're like, holy shit, this kid's good. Yeah. Then got in the drum set, played the drum set amazing. And then he started singing and then grabbed like a guitar. And they were just like, yeah, they were like, dude, this kid's going to be humongous. <laughs> That's how they came up with Wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is amazing. I, I always think, you know, a lot of the people that go there um, aren't from Michigan. Oh, yeah. No, you they, know? Had a, they had a map. Of all the people, you can yeah. like put a pin if you weren't from the Detroit area because they're like, well, we obviously we got one from Detroit, but yeah, you know, if you're from somewhere else, I mean, this map was just covered, right? And it it does surprise me how many people haven't been there, especially yeah. musicians, because right. I don't think it matters what genre. I think everybody needs to go there, but not just musicians, but anybody with a dream, because right. I mean, Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. started that with like $800 or something mm-hmm. like that. A loan from his family, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. That cool little story they had. Yeah, that was neat. Um, what else? You've got the EP coming out. Yep. And then the album coming out shortly after that, hopefully. Yep, yep. And then are you playing anywhere? 
coming up? Um, the 29th. 29th, yeah. And I have a couple more shows, which you can... I'm on uh, Bands in Town, which is linked to my website. So whenever I have a new show, oh. I'll have... It'll be up on my website. And everything's under Adventures with Vultures. Everything is okay. across the board. There's no, you know... Yeah, everything's just adventures with Vault. And if people that. want to book you, do they go through you or do they go through? Yeah, they can, uh, uh, they can email me or on my website you can actually see contacts. So it'll okay. direct you either to Original 1265 or you can directly towards me. So how much time do you spend then with the label, like working on the business end of it? Well, well I am a student at the school. So you know, okay. the label is at the school. Mm-hmm. So it is nice that, you know, if I do have any questions or concerns, I can yeah. kind of pop my head in. Um, but yeah, you know. I talked to uh, Elise is, you know, producing everything that I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elise's relationship is super strong. Yeah. So, I mean, we're on a texting phone call basis, you know, daily. Yeah. So anything I really need, I can kind of, you know, chime to her and then she can, you know. Filter it yep. back. Mm-hmm. Is, so she, does she work for the label then too? Or um, I, I'm not fully sure. I know she's a, an employee at Dime hundred percent. Yeah. But, uh, this is like her first producing project okay. with the original 1265. Oh, wow. And it's cool that it happened to be me because she's the one who accepted me into right. time. I remember that story because yeah. we had her on, too. Well, yeah. that's actually how we met her. She came with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, then she had her own show, didn't she, She, she did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were so impressed with her. We really need to have you back. Jeez. Yeah, she's something else. She's, yeah, she's pretty, awesome. really cool. Now, she, I know she was working on music, too. Yeah, she's in a band called Bogart right now. Um, she's playing bass and backup vocals is like her and a couple buddies, which is they're incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything Elise is in, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, if you see Elise live, I mean Oh yeah, we did. She's yeah. rock and roll yeah. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> she's so awesome. Oh, all of you guys. Right. Yeah. I mean the the night that we went, I think it was all dime. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, dime. yeah, played there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my okay, god, yeah. it was fantastic. We were actually gonna leave after uh well we went to go see you and, and Gina um, and Gina mm-hmm. and we were gonna leave and then uh, Fifth of Main started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was stayed. like, we turned around and went back in. It was like, <laughs> nice. oh, wait a minute. This sounds really good. Uh, nice. So, perfect. yeah, perfect. no, that was a great show. Yeah, so, we'll be excited to see you guys at the Pike Room. Uh, so. Yeah. Let fun. us know, though, for sure when you're ready to do the release. Right. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, because if we can broadcast from there, we will. But we, if we can't, that's okay because we'll promote it too, anyway. Whoa. So, we're, do you know where it's going to be or no? Um, I want to do it in Plymouth. Okay. Because of uh, your hometown. Yeah. Right? And, you know, because I tell people, I mean, there's a lot of cool venues all over the place yeah but i can pack out right. plymouth 100 percent. right I and mean, it's probably been a while oh yeah since oh yeah played oh yeah there, absolutely right? yeah because i'm always playing in detroit or you know right the more bigger venues and yeah Plymouth doesn't really have a big venue but we do have like a theater right in downtown oh and cool maybe pack that out and Cool. Get the oh, cops yeah. get the cops called. And, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah, that'll be another story. You know, people in my town, you know, they'll see me with my tattoos. I'm like, oh, can I play a concert here? And they just think I'm in like a screaming metal band or something. <laughs> and they're just like, fuck no. But oh, let's then, talk about those tattoos. Oh no. Yeah, the ones on your fingers. Um, what do those mean? I got these ones. They're on my guitar playing hand uh, for Adventures with Vultures. But when I got them, I didn't realize this. Everyone keeps coming up to me and they're like, does that mean earth and fire? I guess they're like elements. Mm-hmm. Oh. So now everyone thinks I'm a hippie every time I stick my hand. <laughs> okay. And I just kind of go with it. Yeah. Now. I'm at the yeah. point where they're like, is that earth and fire? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like it, it changes with who you're talking yeah. to, yep. whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what about your other hand? Um, you have numbers. Yeah. 92 is the year I was born. Oh, I okay. put that on me. I mean, I'm at a point of tattoos. Is that just a reminder? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like, you know, when someone sees my hand and I'm doing good, if I'm younger than you, it kind of pisses them off. So. <laughs> but yeah, I'm at a point where I got so many tattoos that I can just get stupid knickknacks all over and it's just part of it now. Let me see what's your arm there. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it goes His, up and, oh, it's too bad people can't see that. Well, I mean, it's chilly. Look at that. The sum, summer you'll see it. I mean, wow. In the summertime. Yeah, your up. whole arm. And so are, are those tattoos all stories? Um, like, I'd love to say, I'd love to say yes. Um, you know, when I was, cause I started getting tattoos young. My uncle did my first tattoo. I think I was like 15. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, he did tattoo. So, you know, I, I, you know, I played football growing up. So I kind of, my first one, which isn't too bad, but you know, for a first one, I got my last name on my arm, which is like a typical athlete kid to do. Yeah. And, you know, so I just started getting knickknacks around it and then it just started turning into something and. So everything about you is art. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's on your body. Mm-hmm. It's you paint, mm-hmm. you write. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. Where are your tattoos, Rocky? Right? <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. I don't have any. Hmm? I'm what? too scared. I'm, I'm too afraid. You were going to get one. I did. I did want to get one. The Playboy logo? Playboy yeah. logo and then like a, um, like a music note with a peace sign because I am. Oh. Yeah. I'm a high maintenance hippie. There right. you go. So. Yeah. <laughs> your alter ego? Hmm? Alter ego? Yeah. It's a playboy? Yeah, I think so. She's got bigger tits, though, so. Yeah. What's your alter ego? I don't know. Playboy? Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Hefner? <laughs> yeah. You're going to get a little, low, a little Hugh Hefner thing on the back of your neck. That's amazing. I would. love uh, Hugh Hefner. Oh, God. Who doesn't love Well, you said have that show. What's the show? It was like him and his three I, I know which show you're talking I about. I used name to watch it. it. Yeah, I used to watch it religiously. I'm like, this dude is an absolute stud. King, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and really I always is. wonder, I'm like, is he sleeping with, these are all his girlfriends. Yeah. Is he sleeping with all of them? Oh, yeah, he I mean, does. He yeah. sleeps with all of them. You I know, mean, they're going to have a documentary about him. They've got a couple already. No, there's I a know new I've one seen, coming, though. It's, yeah, I've seen, well, I think the one I saw about was it. specifically for Playboy that with age, Hugh Hefner. Yeah. I mean, his heart must be amazing to handle <laughs> all that <laughs> pressure of hot he, women. And, and he <laughs> talked about in the documentary that I saw, he was like, they had like, he had like big things in Viagra, like mm-hmm. just around oh everywhere. I was gosh. like, oh, good for you. Super good for him. <laughs> Do you have another song for us or no? Um, no, we have to wait. No, I mean, I think I maybe can play something. I, yeah, I can play something. What are you going to play? Um, let me think first. <laughs> um, Putting you on the spot here. Yeah, that's not bad, though. Um, I'm going to play a song called Pay Me in Whiskey. Ooh. Oh, I like it. This little arm on the chair. I love the wine you guys gave me, though. Oh. <laughs> and, by the way, our sip on this beer for you is called Funky Gold Mosaic. Yep, for, and then we had... For the artist. The red guitar wine. And we have the red guitar wine. Okay, what did you do to that? This one's called Pay Me a Whiskey. Could you send my demo to the western man? I'll add a pinch of sugar in the hour sand. Cause my time's so sweet I can barely stay. I was raised on the rhythm of a bluegrass band. Oh, and I've been down this road before. And I pray you never sell my soul. Good pay 
mean diamonds, but I don't give a damn. You should pay me in whiskey. I'm a blue collar man. Well, they snapped my picture down in Amsterdam. Oh, they caught me smoking at the power plant. So they called up the union and they fired me fast. But I don't give a damn, I'm in a bluegrass band. Oh, and I been down this road before. And I pray they'll never sell my soul. Could pay me in dollars, but I don't give a damn. You should pay me in whiskey. I'm a blue collared man. I don't need anything. No brown bottle in an old six string. Car filled up, premium gasoline. Cause man, I feel like driving down through the Georgia line. Make my way through North Carolina. Headed down, party in New Orleans Or New Orleans Cause they loved my music down in Alabama They said he's not too shabby for a bluegrass man So they sent my demos down to Uncle Sam He said it's not too shabby for a Midwest man Oh, and I down this road before And I pray you never sell my soul You could pay me in dollars But I don't give a damn You could pay me in diamonds If you don't understand But you should pay me in whiskey I'm a blue-collar man so cool. Woo. I love that. I love lyrics. that. Awesome. That was cool. How fun. Um, what song do you love playing over and over? Um, like, I'm, do you have a favorite? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like them all. So I it guess. just depends on the crowd? Or yeah, because, um, you know, I have a lot of songs that are real driving songs, and I play mm-hmm. with a, you know, bass drum on the ground that I step on. Yeah. So any song where, you know, the beats like this, you know, get the crowd involved, they'll start clapping and dancing. Yeah. That's always fun. But then I like playing slower songs that, you know, people listen to and they're like, holy shit. Yeah. And so it doesn't really matter to me. Oh, that is really that cool. Is very cool. How fun. Um, so I just want to remind everybody, it's Matt Sauter that you can look up Adventures with Vultures. Um, he will be performing at the Pike Room April 29th. Yep. Right? Right when I get back from Vegas. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you're going to a wedding. I'm, I'm going to Vegas. Shout out to who? Danny? Uh, no, no, Scott uh, Scott and Dominic. Scott and Dominic. Yeah. Congratulations. Married. I know. That's going to so be excited. fun. Are you going to perform? Um, I don't know. They wanted me and Danny to sing something, but I mean, I'm going to be wasted the whole time. So oh. I don't know if you really want me to. Oh, come on. But it's funny, though. Um, So my brother Scott and Dominic... Um. They're super picky about how me and my brother Danny are. And uh, <laughs> we had our beards grown really big. Me and my brother Danny both did, you know, around St. Patrick's Day. And uh, we showed up to their bachelor party because my brother Scott was like, shave your beards off. And, you know, so we shaved our beards down. And Dominic was like, dude, if you weren't going to shave it, you know, 
we were gonna make you fucking shit. Oh my god, really? Yeah, he's like, do you know what? Those are my stupid women, my wedding pictures. You guys look horrible. I think your beard looks awesome. Yeah, right now, yeah, it's just nice and but it tight. was not, it was mm. huge. Yeah, it was real big. Who would you love to collaborate with? Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. I love Carol King. Really? Oh yeah. See, I would have never yeah. pictured that. What? Really? I fucking love Carol King. Really? Absolutely. She's a stud. Wow. I mean, she writes great songs. Yeah, she and, does. And just to say you wrote a song with Carol King, it's oh, pretty cool. powerful. All you right. Know? That's awesome. Put it out there. Yeah, hopefully. You, do you do vision boards or no? Oh, yeah. We talked about this last time. Yeah, I do vision boards. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have Carol King's picture on it? Uh, no, I should. Oh, yeah, you I should. I have Ellen's on mine. Oh, my God. I love yeah. Ellen. Yeah, I want her on my show. I put it out there. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, you going to the Detroit Music Awards on May 5th? Um, I might. We were about to go last year. I know my mom's listening because she's going to make me bring this up. <laughs> so we had tickets to go last year. Uh-huh. You know, Diane gave me some tickets to go. And yeah. I too. And I could have brought a hot chick, but I was like, I'm going to bring my mom. Aww. So I asked her, I was like, you want to go to the Detroit Music Awards? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. But she didn't really say too much about it after that. And this was like a couple of weeks before the show. Well, I didn't know, but she like got a dress and everything ready. Aww. But me, you know, I was just like being a typical young kid. I'm like, Mom, I'm just going to go party with my friends tonight. And, Aww, you know, blah, blah, so blah. Totally I know. Uh, I was like, you know, <laughs> so because like, I wasn't up for anything. And like, I was just yeah. like, I'll go when like, you know, I'm up for something and we'll go have fun, you know. And she was like, oh, that's fine. Just totally acting like my mom does. And then I found out to the grapevine. She was at home like crying. She got a dress. I know. If I look oh, yeah. By the way, Gosh. for people listening, I'm the only guy on this day. So yeah. I just got fuck you eyes. <laughs> well, I know. I was thinking, oh, we didn't need to end the show like this. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, so but, you will be going this year but, yeah, with your mother. mother and, yeah, but there's remorse. So yeah. that's what matters. Yeah, you know, horrible. you don't care. But well, yeah. No, you know what? You don't have to go just if you're up for anything. You just yeah. go because yeah, it's not, such absolutely. a party. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm absolutely. not up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never be up for anything. But I might come out and just sit at... You absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Please, because you know what? There's going to be a lot of people stopping by. Yeah. Alan Turner's going to stop by. Yeah, I'm George and Ede, all those guys. Team Money will be there. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. You have and if to. I do come, I'll be with my mom. So you guys oh, can mic oh, her up. Oh, oh God, yeah, absolutely. She can tell you her version of that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be different. And we'll yeah. all be crying. But yeah. we've got to do our fortune um, cookies. We have to do the fortune yep. cookies. And then Try again, uh, April 29th at the Pike Room, yep. you can catch uh, Matt Sauter Adventures with Vultures. There's a whole great lineup of people. Um, also, Dime, D-I-M-E in Detroit. Uh, they have a great program. Uh, you can get your bachelor's degree there now mm-hmm. in songwriting and many other things, too. So you can check them out. Um, and thank you so much for sure, coming thank back. You guys. Thank I'm so you. excited to come back. You're going to keep us posted with your release party. Yep. yep. Because that's going to be a big blowout. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And you the mean, Nooner Show will broadcast live. Absolutely. <laughs> but even even if for some reason yeah. we can't, we will promote the yeah, heck out of it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Oh, my and God. we'll have you back when you're ready to release the album, too, okay? Perfect. So let's, you know how this goes, right? I do. Okay, yeah. so we'll let you go first. Oh, no. Yeah, come on. And then you can make a song out oh, of it. Oh, you know, I think we should end it. Um, hmm. I do want to try your beer. In the Playboy Mansion. It's your beer, hon. That's oh, your beer. Jeez. Yeah. I'm going to take a sip right out of the bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. It's all yours. Don't don't drive though. After that, I'll drive fast. Don't worry. No, yeah, no, no. Okay, go ahead. What, how do you want to end it? In the Playboy Mansion. In the so we have to end it with. In, go. So why don't you go first? Okay. So you... Be prepared to accept a wondrous opportunity in the days ahead in the Playboy Mansion. Jesus, <laughs> Matt wants <It's> yours. Amazing. <laughs> What's yours, Matt? Mine says your future looks bright in the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Not bad. I'll take that. Go ahead, Jess. 
Uh, you will soon receive an offer you cannot refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be from Hugh Hefner. Well, that's going to be from Very me, Rappy, yeah, hanging yeah, out <laughs> Okay, mine is luck is coming your way in the Playboy Mansion. Wow. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> happy hump day, everyone. And sometimes the only available mode of transportation is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith with us. And happy hump day. And thank you, Matt, for oh, being here. Thank you. And uh, we'll. Be seeing you soon. Yeah, absolutely.